When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys will take on its former team, the Packers, in Dallas on Sunday. Many questions. Uh, questioning McCarthy's job security if the boys get bounced early in these playoffs. In Jerry Jones' first comments on the matter, he was a bit noncommittal. But yesterday, he clarified those comments. Take a listen. I was a little t- uh, surprised. I don't know how I could be any clearer. Coach McCarthy's under contract for next year. And so that's not an issue. Uh, secondly, I couldn't be more pleased with what he's done and how he's coached. I'm so sorry that media uh, might interpret <laughs> what I say differently. That's that's rare. I don't have that happen very often. <laughs> you don't really think I'm going to discuss this damn press conference. All right, Southern Steve, talk to me. Who has more riding on these playoffs? Would you say it's Dak Prescott or Mike McCarthy? Well, for me personally, I I, I really think that I'd like to say Mike McCarthy. And the reason why is because I think that the way Dak has played throughout this season, as gifted as he appears to be, uh, the just quintessential leading role model that he is, I think that somehow, some way, no matter how disappointed you are in him, if he ends up falling short, you're still going to move on with him. In Mike McCarthy's case, that's not necessarily a guarantee. Now, I understand that Jerry Jones has a history of maintaining a level of faith in coaches that doesn't deserve it. Uh, you know, Jason Garrett, uh, you know, is foremost on my mind the years. He went back to back to back, eight and eight seasons, losing the last game of the regular season to lose the division crown, and Jerry Jones still kept him in place. Made absolutely positively no sense whatsoever, but that was like a son to him, and so that's why he stayed on board uh, over over the time that should have been allotted to him. But I look at Mike McCarthy, the way these Dallas Cowboys have looked. I understand their running game is suspect. I get that. But when you look at Dan Quinn coaching this defense, when you look at how potent they've been offensively, when you look at the fact that they've got the number two seed in the NFC and their offense is prolific as it is, and we've seen how suspect other teams in the NFC have appeared to be as this season is waned. We expected the Eagles to be better. That's not the case. We don't have but so much faith in a Tampa. We saw Detroit. I thought they actually beat Dallas. They got hosed, but that's neither here nor there. They got to come back. They play Dallas again. They're going to have to be back in Dallas in order to win that game, and I don't know if that's going to happen. The road to the Super Bowl, even with San Francisco as an impediment, hasn't been this clear since 1995 for the Dallas Cowboys. And to me, if they blow this... Mm. You're going to look at the coach. Remember, they're one of the league leaders in penalties. There's been undisciplined play along the way that people have lamented. The absence of a bell cow at the running back spot, throwing the football you know, significantly more than you're running it, which is what Mike McCarthy promised he wouldn't do. All of those things are going to come into play. I'm not saying he loses his job or anything like that, but when you talk about somebody in jeopardy, here's what I would say to you. It cannot be a situation where we're looking at the coaching. 
Somebody's got to mess up in a crucial situation. It's clearly on the player. We cannot find Mike McCarthy in a situation where you're looking at him and his team was ill-prepared. Otherwise, I think that we'll be singing a different narrative in weeks to come. Uh, I think McCarthy's got more pressure on him with Steve. Now, I like McCarthy. He's great in the postgame. Win or lose, he gives you some good stuff. He's a good guy. But if, if you're going to tell me right now if Green Bay walks in there on Sunday afternoon and beats the Cowboys 27-17, Jerry's going to go on radio on Tuesday. I love this coach. Losing in the playoffs third straight year before it gets to a championship game. You can't fire Prescott. You need a quarterback. You can find another coach. Now, Jerry doesn't like to fire coaches. Steve gave you that with Garrett, so probably McCarthy at the end of the day is going to be safe. But if you're telling me if they lose to somebody prior to San Francisco, lose to San Francisco, it gets a break. If they lose a home game to Green Bay or the Eagles and they lose Bailey and he screws up, you're telling me right now you know for sure he's coming back next year? I'm not so sure about that. More pressure on McCarthy, Jeff. Yeah, I'm going the other way. And I probably think of this question a little bit differently. From a player perspective entering the playoffs, this is the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Like, it doesn't get any bigger, right? You're talking about the most important position in football on the largest. And, Stephen A., you said it, America's team. Like, everybody, you've got to say his last name, right? Dak, and everybody knows who that is. And you think about Stallback. You think about Aikman. You think about Romo. These dudes are making – Stallback might be a billionaire. And then you look at, like, Romo and Aikman. These dudes are making 20 million bucks a year. It ain't because they played in some other town. It's because they played for the Cowboys, right? And so there is a lot that goes into being the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. And Dak Prescott has assumed that role. And here's why I would say there's a ton of pressure. Because this is the best he's played. Like when you look at the style and the way that he's playing, he is in full command of this offense. He's in full command of this team. He and Mike McCarthy are on the same page of the way they call it. And I understand they're not running it as much. I understand. But the best players, he got C.D. Lamb, who is hot. Cooks has now gotten involved in the game. Ferguson is a big part, right? Now, their, their run game has struggled, and that might be what ultimately cost them. But when you think about Dak Prescott, they ain't going to worry about Tony Pollard. They're not going to worry that the offensive line don't play great. They're, everybody's going to blame Dak Prescott and say, oh, man, he couldn't get it done. And I have lived in this world playing with Peyton Manning in Indianapolis for so many years. It didn't matter how everybody else played on the team. It always went down to one player. So when you're talking about – pressure for a player, it doesn't get any bigger than for Dak Prescott. And again, fair or unfair, that's why they make the money they make, because they get too much credit for wins and too much credit for losses. But well, there is a ton of pressure on Dak Prescott. I, and I get where you're coming from, Jeff. I just think it's important to point out that when you take into account penalties, which cost Dallas a playoff Agreed. game at least a couple of years ago, when you take into account the kind of role that McCarthy has, has, has segued himself into, you take those things into consideration and then you look at the way Dak Prescott has performed. I just think a keen eye is going to be on the Dallas Cowboys. It's not going to be one of those situations where it's something other than Dak yeah. Prescott and we're not going to know because it's Dak Prescott. This particular yeah. situation is going to be a microscopic eye mm -hmm. on them brothers and if he performs but Mike McCarthy doesn't, we're yeah. going to know. Okay, uh, how Dak about clock management? Yeah, McCarthy sure. is awful with yeah. clock management. Yeah, yeah. That, that needs to be rectified, the things you can't control. Uh, Dak is 2-4 and four in the playoffs. So, obviously, guys, this is one of the wild card matchups when Jordan Love and the Packers head to Dallas this weekend. Take a look at the other games. We've got Browns, Texans, Dolphins, Chiefs, Steelers, Bills, and Rams, Lions, and then Monday night on ESPN, Eagles at Bucks.
Mad Dog, which one is the most intriguing matchup to you? Well, I hate to say this, and they're probably going to fire me. Can I say it? What? What the least one is? Don't tell me the least. No. Don't tell me the least. <laughs> Go on say no. it. No. No, no, no. I love okay. you. I can't get myself in trouble. I already did. Okay. Uh, I think the, the Rams. And, I think. The <laughs> what is the most Rams intriguing? Rams, Rams Lions. The, yeah, the Dan Orlovsky Bowl. Matthew Stafford. I, I love that. I love that game. Returning to Detroit. Rams Lions is a good game. And you know, who, Green, are you, who are you going to take in that one? Oh, I'm taking the Rams. Wow. I'm taking Stafford. I'm wow. taking Stafford no in the game. You know why? I'm going to tell you why. Easy one for me. Stafford and McVay against Campbell and Goff. Which combination do you like better? McVay's been at two Super Bowls. He's a great coach. Yep. And Stafford's won a Super Bowl. Goff, underrated, good. Campbell, never won a playoff game. I go coach quarterback. I'll take that game myself as the most intriguing one. You know, the, the, the matchup that you're talking about there, this was, this was one of my favorite games as well. The matchup there I think I'm looking at is Detroit's defensive backfield versus Stafford. Because when you think about the Rams in this last two months, the only thing they lost to is the Ravens in overtime. So they're as hot as it gets. But Stafford is fourth best in explosive plays. Detroit's giving up the most explosive plays. They have got to limit that to have any shot because you can't just play ground and pound if McVay and Stafford get hot with, with uh, Nakua and Cup and, and all of a sudden guys are streaking down the field. That would be a tough one. So I, I, I like that game. It's not my favorite, but I, I like it as well. To me, it's Kansas City and Miami. My man. Tyreek Hill. Yes. Going back to Arrowhead Stadium. You got to remember, he departed, doggy. How did he depart? Kansas City didn't want to give him the money. Miami gave him the money. All right? Andy Reid and those brothers decided to go in a different direction. That Not only that, he departs from there. He gets paid, and he's letting them know. Tua, this brother's special. I think he could throw the ball as accurately as Patrick Mahomes. We thought he should be. We thought it's day one. We thought he should be drug tested. We like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Something's wrong with you, right? But sure enough, he's had back-to-back seventeen hundred yard seasons. This brother is special, and he was an MVP candidate. And he has, even though they played Kansas City in Germany, that ain't Arrowhead Stadium where he starred alongside Travis Kelsey, where they ultimately won a Super Bowl and went to two Super Bowls. That ain't Germany, ain't Kansas City. He is going back to Arrowhead Stadium in a playoff game with an opportunity to knock off Patrick Mahomes and his old buddies and, of course, Andy Reid, all right? I think that makes this a very intriguing matchup, especially since Kansas City's defense may have a lot to say about it because they're vastly improved. We'll see what happens, but I think it's really interesting. I, listen, I love that one as well. See, that's my favorite. And I'm going to tell you why. Because Stafford going back to Detroit, as much as I love it, it's like a feel-good story, right? Like Stafford yeah, they, left, left, they let him go. They let him go to do him a favor. Me. Hey, yeah. Tyreek Hill, there's some animosity. You know what that's I mean? Right. They, they don't want me. So I, you know, so, so I like that. There's, there's some pay. hate in my heart. You know what I mean? Like, it's time. I love him going back. By the way, the receivers from the Chiefs ain't caught a cold. So what's going to go on when it really gets cold? It's going to be minus 9 degrees. There's going to be all kinds of elements. I mean, I just think as you look at this, and now you're talking about Patrick Mahomes, who we who has gone to dang near every Super Bowl he's been in the league, and this dude is going whether he's winning or playing for it, and he might get bounced in week one. 
That is, it can't get more exciting than to think about these two matchups. And I'm going to tell you, if Tyreek Hill goes off and those receivers struggle, you are going to hear some noise in Arrowhead, man. It, it is going to get, and I played the playoff game in, in Arrowhead, and I will tell you, from me to my guard, our face masks were literally touching, and he could not hear what I was saying. That's how loud Arrowhead gets when it's when it is cooking, and it will be cooking come playoff night. And you scored about fifty points in that game in that crazy no game. Punts. No punts. No punts. for meal, coaching Kansas. Yes, City. sir. Uh, here's the problem about Hill. He can tell how angry he is when it's minus nine degrees <laughs> and he's freezing his rear end off. He's not going to be caring about how angry. Get me back to Miami. He got a heated bench. He got a heated bench. He got heated. Heated benches. Oh, They'll have jet engines on that thing heating everybody up. Come on, dog. It's going to be a good one. Oh, I can't awesome. wait for it. I'm fired up. It's awesome. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with vivid seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is always a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day, whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day's May 12th, and it'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Thanks so much for listening to the pod and have a fabulous day. Mad Dog, you got a little list for your girl. List. Let's list. go. Uh, here we go. You guys, where's Stephen A? Is he watching for playing out loud? Stop worrying about Stephen uh, A. Here we go. Yep, you ready to go? I'm on it, man. I'm on it. Five players, not coaches, or I put Shanahan right up here in the mix, too. <laughs> I can't put him in there. He has to win. We've discussed it. Jeff discussed it. I discussed it. But five players, in my eyes, this playoff season, starting on Saturday at 430, who I think have the most pressure on you. Let's roll. Number five. You know why I'm going to put him up there? Because what's the girlfriend's name? Travis Kelsey is number five. Wow. We're going to see nine million pictures of her in the booth. He was awful a couple of occasions this year. Remember when he went to Argentina and came back, he dropped passes all over the place? This is, you know, if you're going to live this culture life and you're going to be a pop hero and be on a cover of People magazine, you can't have three catches for 26 yards and a loss in a playoff game. I know he's won Super Bowls. I know he's going to the Hall of Fame. This is a unbelievably Mahomes is going to respond. Kelsey.
Kelsey with the girlfriend there with the booth and all that nonsense. Number five is Travis Kelsey. Jeff agrees. He's not in his head. <laughs> Number four, I'm going to put Josh Allen four. People would put higher with Allen. I love Allen as a player. Everybody killing him last week in Miami. Interceptions to play before the half. What did he do in the second half? He ran for a first down on third and 15. Down the field, eight plays and 74 yards. The team was six and six. They end up winning the division. They got two home games. He played great against Kansas City two years ago. I'll take Josh Allen over most quarterbacks in the NFL. But I still got to put him in a situation here because that franchise hasn't won a Super Bowl. And it's about, and he's, you know, the, the, the poster boy. I got to put him number four. Number three, you know, if you're going to sit there and ever, ever compare this guy to freaking LT, Ooh. which people like to do, you are freaking crazy. You play, you didn't play again. You're not that no, old. No, no. You didn't he play again. <laughs> he was a Tar Heel. Lawrence Taylor and Micah Parsons, whose defense, by the way, two years ago against San Francisco gave up 160 yards, 166 yards on the ground. Did you know that? That defense two years ago that he anchors, 166 yards on the ground of San Francisco in Dallas. Last year in Dallas, Purdy played pretty well. They lost the game there to 19-12. They are a little overrated defensively. Parsons likes to go get the quarterback. No excuses. Dominate some games in this postseason. Couple of sacks. Don't let teams control the game on the run. Go after Love. Go after Hurts. He's got, he's, listen, he's a good kid, but he's noisy. He has a lot to say. He likes to comment over that. All right, you know what? If you want to be OT, stop playing like him. Number three is Micah Parsons. Number two, you know, listen, you know, you have to put Prescott number two. I know he had a great regular season. He had the 36 touchdowns and eight INTs. But as Jeff said a little earlier today, when you're the Dallas Cowboy quarterback, there's more of a bullseye on your back. He's only won two playoff games. Listen, if he wins the two games, that's not going to be enough either. He has to go to San Francisco, and he has to play well on the road. If they lose the Niners, you know, 28-24, and he does a good job and plays well in the game, I'm going to leave him alone. But he has to have a consistent, good postseason. Obviously, you can't lose to Jordan Love. You're going to have to beat the Eagles, I think, in the second round if that's who they play. And if you go to San Francisco, you can't be outshined by break by Purdy, as he was last year. So there's a lot on the line for Prescott. He's not going to get fired. He's not going to get dumped. He's gonna, he makes his $40 million, But from a public opinion standpoint, me answering phone calls on, you know, two weeks from now, Chris, how about, I'm going to have to deal with that if he plays badly. He's number two. And number one, without a doubt, and I don't care what Harbaugh says, I know everybody loves him. He wins him the MVP. It's time now for Lamar Jackson. Okay, it's time. I don't want to hear any excuses. And I'm, I hear a ton of them with Lamar Jackson. Oh, Lamar this. He had no offensive coordinator. He doesn't have any weapons. I've heard hey, so much. I'm sick of it. Yeah, Lamar Jackson is 1-3 in the postseason. He's got a 68 quarterback rating in the postseason. He's only scored 52 points in four postseason games. Yeah. And go look at his last two bowl games when he was at Louisville. LSU and Mississippi State. Not a thing of beauty. It's time. No excuses. It's time. Get to a Super Bowl. Okay. Those are your five. So that's Mad Dog's list. Players with the most Super Bowl pressure. First Take Fam, now it's your turn to be heard. Give us a grade, the QR code. Scan that bad boy. Send those grades in. We'll share those in just a bit. Stephen A., you're up first. What do you think so far? A B. That's um, Here's the deal. I honestly... You know, I could sit up there and put Dak Prescott number one over Lamar Jackson, but I'll leave Lamar Jackson there. I won't even mess with Doggy about the first four selections. You cannot live (laughs) 
off resume. You cannot pride yourself in being an historian. You cannot talk about resumes and history and all of this other stuff. And look at a guy by the name of Travis Kelsey, who is arguably, uh, not arguably, undisputably one of the greatest tight ends in the history of football, who is a two-time Super Bowl champion. And all of a sudden, he on pre- he under pressure because Taylor Swift is his woman, and she on camera a lot. That is utterly <laughs> ridiculous. That is my, that might be one of the dumbest takes I've oh, ever God. seen in my life. You cannot do that again. Lamar Prescott, Micah Parsons, Josh Allen. Not only were your selection sublime. So was your delivery, but you completely eroded and contaminated your list by putting in a two-time champion who is already a Hall of Famer in the making, who, by the way, not only that, has produced time and time again, (laughs) and you're not even holding anything against them as much as this woman, which is Taylor Swift. That is utterly ridiculous. He should not be on that list. That's insane. That's a B to a B minus. I, I hate to do it, but I agree with Stephen A. right here. The Kelsey went, come on. You are a hater's going to hate, man. Like, you hate on Taylor Swift. We heard you when they showed her the boot the first time, and every week it just progresses. This ain't got nothing to do with Travis Kelsey. It's got everything to do with this woman being shown on TV. That is dirty. How would you not put Jalen Hurts above Travis Kelsey with the most pressure? You talking about the Philly quarterback. They've been 1-5 in the last six weeks he hasn't played well everybody's talking about you know the 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 the, the, the coach might get fired Sirianni his new coordinator all this kind of stuff and here we go we'll put Travis Kelsey because of the booth no man you got to put Jalen Hurts at number five I'm with Stephen A right here Kira Russo wouldn't like it if he goes out there and plays lousy because she didn't know that he won two Super Bowls in the last few years she's going to now know that he's Taylor Swift's boyfriend yeah. well if he plays lousy well, she's going to think he's overrated that's why <laughs> Can I say, Molly, 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 can I say something that's very important? And, and, yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm having fun here, but I'm serious as well. I have to take a moment to come to the defense of Taylor Swift. Everybody's sitting up there and acting like, 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 like she's some kind of impediment. Excuse me. She did her job. That Eras tour off the chain generated billions. Now, there's only one Beyonce to me, Beyonce all day, every day. But Taylor Swift was phenomenal. I went to the concert. I see these kids. They absolutely love her. The concert was absolutely positively phenomenal off the chain. She did her job. She's going to support her dude to show up at a football game and the cameras are on her. That ain't her fault. Excuse me. And by the way, she went to the games after the concerts. It's not like she used the games to bump up the concerts. Oh, no. Those kids were going to her concerts, whether the football, the NFL was promoting her or not. Taylor Swift is that girl. Let's show some respect. She probably is going to have a positive impact on Travis Kelsey's performance, okay? I'm not trying to disrespect Taylor Swift, even though Travis Kelsey has stuff from his past that I definitely applaud. I'm not okay. certainly not Stephen casting this version. Stay there. focused. That's it. He's trying, to, he's trying to get some backstage passes or something to meet yeah. Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. No, no. Nobody, you are not. Don't you have a problem with that? Don't you 
you think, don't you think she's gotten a bad rap? He was, ta- he was taking a shot at Kelsey. He wasn't taking but, a but shot. I'm saying, but don't you think Taylor Swift has gotten a bad rap because of the, tra- the Kelsey oh, thing? I think she's gotten a bad rap. I think people are silly about it. I think she's done yeah. great. I would hope my that woman girl comes alone. to support me in any game yeah. I do, and I would do the same for yeah. her. I have no problem. I'm all about it, supporting it. I didn't know we and were Travis Kelsey's the two time champion. But uh, welcome to first take. Uh, Travis Kelsey's the two time champion. You know this list is about this. Kelsey. That is the way you do a list. That's the way you do a list. You got to get Kelsey off that list. I don't He's a two time champion. But it's good. Oh, that's a great it's list. Good. Oh, okay, it's good. It's good. I just said I agree with them on it. What do you want from oh. Wow. For the first time ever in first take history, we have a tie between an A and a B at 37%. So, Mad Dog, you're way above average. Yes, sir. People like you. <laughs> that's the way that do likes you. That's the way I said last. It's like half Swifties and half Chiefs fans right there. You can't have Kelsey on that list, man. You can't have Kelsey on that list. That's it. You did. I don't know what that 37% with the A's is thinking about. You cannot have Travis Kelsey, two-time Super Bowl champion, one of the greatest actually, tight ends in history on that we, list. We got to go to break. Taylor Hurts. Yeah, the Travis Kelsey I don't get, but this I don't really get either. Oh, Mike Parsons. Oh, responds. I get that. Responds. But that's just not the first person that would come to mind. Michael he's great. Parsons. He's the best player. He's great. I love defense. Michael Parsons. Yeah. Hey, I'm Molly Caram, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles in everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges and a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. Unlock a whole new world of travel with a Capital One Venture X card. What's in your wallet? Term supply, lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details. Draymond Green returns to Warriors practice yesterday to a round of applause. Afterwards, Green told the media he didn't deserve that. He spoke to the press for the first time since missing what has been 13 games so far amidst an indefinite suspension for multiple aggressive outbursts. Dre says he cost his team enough. It's about, um, first off, understanding your emotions, um, understanding those moments. I think, you know, as far as not crossing the line with with a referee, yes, uh, that's 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 a big point of emphasis for me, um, and, and knowing and understanding um, where that line is. But I didn't make it to this point worried about touching the line. I'm very confident I can remove the antics. That's my focus. You know, it's not on changing who I am completely. Like you don't change the spots on the leopard. It's the antics that can go, and and, um, I've made a commitment to do things to make sure that those don't creep in. 
Mm. Uh, Stephen A., do you believe Draymond's done with the antics? I believe he has to be. So my answer to that question is yes. Um, because of the multitude of transgressions, uh, mistakes, uh, you know, emotional outburst, along with whatever way you want to describe things, uh, he's hit the, he's hit near the end of the road. Patience is worn thin, and I think that you have a lot of people to know him. Um, you got to you, you're going to have respect for him. You got a lot of love for him, Doggy. He's he's very smart. He's a brilliant basketball mind. Um, and at his core, he's a really, really good guy off the court. He's a very, very good guy. He's a good man. And, you know, he's got a lot of issues that he has to deal with at times off the court. And sometimes it's been challenging for him to keep his emotions intact when he gets on the court. Um, I think when you listen to him now and he talks about how what he didn't deserve in terms of applause, when he talks about, um, you know, accepting responsibility for his actions or when he appears as contrite as he is. I'm telling you right now, as prideful as he is, he's not that kind of guy who would do that unless it was completely sincere. Um, he's still a guy that's fiery. He's still a guy. If he disagrees with you, he'll challenge you on what he disagrees with you about and what have you. But we're talking about hitting Jordan Poole. We're talking about hitting Yusuf Nurkish. We're talking about choking Rudy Gobert and stuff like that. I think those days have come to an end. I wouldn't put it past him to get into any kind of incident if he was coming to the defense of his players, like his teammates, because he's not the kind of person that a, a brawl's going to break out and he's going to go, he's going to be the one running in another direction. No, he's going to be right there. He's going to go down with the ship. That's how he thinks. But in terms of him individually, just finding himself in these precarious situations where there appears to be no cause, no reason for it whatsoever. I do believe him when he says that, you know, he is, he knows that he cannot do this any longer because his career is on the line. Make no mistake about it. He slip up again. A suspension is is going to be lengthier and more importantly he's not going to be an attractive commodity to the golden state warriors nor anyone else for that matter i believe he knows it and as a result he will make he will make amends and correct the error of his ways well number one i trust him more than anything so if you tell me that he's a good person down deep and, and at his core he i is. trust you so that that's the post that's number one man. number two though there's two things i want to say one i thought the suspension was way too light 12 games, I mean, that's it. Uh, and Silva let him come back to play. I thought, I thought it was going to be 20. I thought it was going to be 20. Way, way too very soft. I thought that was incredibly light by the commissioner. That's just me. Number two, the, and you know this, and he probably knows this too, and I agree. The words last night, I didn't deserve an ovation and all that. Good words. Proof's in the pudding. For the average sports fan who follows this from afar and doesn't have the ins that you do, Steve, and doesn't get the chance to talk to Draymond or all these players like you do, hang out and all that, the average fan, and I'll put myself in that category, the average fan, I got to see it to believe it. All right. There's been too much water under the bridge with Draymond Green to all of a sudden, because he has a nice night where he acknowledges past errors, says, I'm going to be better. I still deserve an ovation. That's not, you got to, you're going to have to spend a good couple of months of being on your best behavior, not causing any trouble before I begin to think you've turned it around. One night without even playing in a game doesn't count. So uh, I trust you that you know him better than anybody, and down deep is a good guy, and if he is such a good guy and he understands he's put his team in a bad way, it's time to snap out of it. The time is now. Proof's in the pudding. We shall well, see. I will say this. I, I will say this, and I, and I want us all to be careful. 
understand we're judging Draymond Green because of the transgressions we we, we saw on on film with Jordan Poole in practice or during games against Minnesota with Rudy Gobert, Yusuf Nurkic and Phoenix, et cetera, et cetera. You know, the Stephen Adams back in the day. I never held LeBron against him because LeBron threw him to the ground and then stepped over him. I never I never blamed him for LeBron stuff, but that was a cumulative thing. You had received other technicals, so ultimately they were going to come back and get you with that. The only thing that I want to say is this. Let's not confuse those actions with him getting technical fouls during games. Yeah, he does need to dial it back a bit in terms of how vociferously he goes after officials. But in the same breath, let's not plan on tripping out if the man gets a technical foul, you know, and saying, see, he hasn't learned because people have a tendency to do that. That's a far cry from choking somebody, knocking somebody out or slapping somebody or punching somebody in the face. That's a far cry from that. Let's make sure that we we, we draw that distinction. because People tend to do that. Draymond Green goes out on the court, Molly, next week and gets a technical foul. And then people are going to use that as an excuse to revisit all of his transgressions. I don't think that would be fair. That's in the throes of a game. You get technical fouls sometimes with officials. That doesn't make you a criminal. I think we need to make yeah. sure that we draw that Listen, distinction. He's a grown man. I think he'll get it right. Hey, I'm Molly Caram, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Oh, what doesn't bother Christopher Mad Dog Russo? Your facial expression on the one was unbelievable. You were like, this dude has lost his mind. Well, that was like in the beginning. I didn't really (laughs) know him like that. I'm just like, what is happening? Are you tuned up? I'm going to go. Fire it up. All right. Get it off your chest. Here we go. We got four today. We got a bonus one for you. All right. Number one. uh, Listen, this is for Jeff Saturday. Uh, He was a lousy coach, but (laughs) nobody was as bad as Shane Steichen, whatever his name is. Steichen. Uh, Steichen, thank you, on Saturday afternoon or Saturday night. That last drive that they ran against Houston was pitiful. They're down six points, and he's doing three-yard running plays. Why? Because he wanted to make sure that when he scored, he gave Houston no time. Score the touchdown first. They ran the ball. Fourth and one, he throws a little three-yard pass play. Down the field methodically. He's down by six points. He's not down by two where he kicks the field goal. The game is over, and Stroud has no time the other way. In this situation, you got to score as quickly as you can. Number one.
I disagree with you. Oh, no. I disagree with you. The dude's wide open. He called the, he called the right play. I'm not talking year. about the play. I'm oh, talking about the gosh. methodical aspect he of the did it right. It just oh, didn't work. Come on. Steven You're a potato. I agree with Jeff Saturday. He's Thank wide you. open. Wide open. In the flats. Even if wrong. he caught it, it's not a touchdown, no. Uh, they're gonna they still going to get the touchdown. <laughs> Plus, Taylor's not even in the game at that play. Did, you, did you lose money on that game? No, I had Houston. That's, okay. I had a little party when he dropped the pass. <laughs> wow. You're right. a hater. What's number two? Number two. You didn't like that one. I can tell them. No. I did. Number that. two. You know, do we have to go out there and give Jamal Williams a touchdown at the end of the game in the New Orleans-Atlanta game mm. when they're in victory formation? And then I got to hear Jimmy Graham tell me that Winston's like the greatest leader he's ever had. Were you on Tampa, Jimmy, when they went 7-10 and 10 every year before they got Brady? He couldn't win in New Orleans with Manning. What are they doing here? They're in a victory formation. Dennis Allen says, take a knee, and he gets a touchdown against the when the game is over on Sunday afternoon, that was a, and Winston changed the play on his own. That is a disgrace. You don't play football that way. And the idea you want to be nice to Williams, get him a touchdown over him in the game. Oh, my God. And then I've got a lot of people sitting there, the ex-player, Tiki Barber on TV. Oh, it's great. It's football. They're in a victory formation. The defense is standing up. That was awful. And Winston, I never trust on the field as a player. I hated that. You know what that is? That's getting a touchdown when it's fraudulent. That almost shouldn't count. That is number two. That was totally Bush agree. Yeah. Right, yeah, it was Bush League. I agree. To- I agree. Totally victory. agree. If you're going to do to- it, then line yeah. up and let's go play. I totally agree with it. It was absolute Bush League. And then for, Winston, you know, Jameis Winston to go on camera. First, he tried to later deflect and say it was a team decision, not his. But he originally said himself. But in the end, he said, hey, the call coach, the coach called victory formation. We overruled the coach. You're a backup. And you overruled the coach. Shannon Sharp said it best. He would have cut him today. He would have cut him today, and I don't blame him. Okay, so we like that. So a one-for-one. We're good. good. All right. Arthur Blank has made enough money. Home Depot. He's a great guy, owner of the Falcons. You mean to tell me right now that the NFL that's got packages for billions and billions and (laughs) billions of dollars, you're going to tell me right now that they had to sell this Miami-Kansas City game to to Peacock for $110 million? (laughs) I knew it. Do the math. There are 32 teams. That's $3.5 million per owner. Even Steve doesn't need that money. $3.5 million per owner, and we sell the team to the Peacock. Remember the Peacock. If you live in Missouri, there's no other football teams in Missouri. Wichita's a long way from Kansas City. That's not part of the blackout rule. So the poor person who's 75 years of age, who's followed the Chiefs since Stram and Len Dawson, has got to figure out on his emote where to get the stupid game and pay for the streaming service to see a playoff game. Furthermore, furthermore, remember, Peacock, Goodell wants this to work. So what does he do? He wants to give them Mahomes. All right, so he gives them Mahomes. He made Miami play Sunday night and then go travel Saturday on the road. That isn't fair. That's a competitive disadvantage. But because Miami was the sixth seed, they got to play the three seed, and the three seed is Mahomes. That's why Peacock got the game. All for $110 million. I mean, the NFL, which prints money, that's got more money than God. they got to make another $110 million for that stupid Peacock game and make the Dolphins go out there and play it. Oh, my 
throw me crazy. That is being a pig. That's what that's being. Ooh. And that's out of line. Oh, yes. that's, that's being a I, pig. I totally, I totally agree with you. Listen, I'm, I'm going to have a hard time finding it myself. I'm not 75, and I don't fall into the black, blackout rule, but I'm gonna have a, I do not like it, especially a playoff game. We're a big enough organ. We don't need just a stream, bro. Put that thing on where we can all find it, yeah. get on it, and watch it. The greatest quarterback of this generation, and we got to go find it on the streaming service. I ain't a fan. Stevie? I, I agree with you. I only challenge one point that you made. I don't want to hear anything about the Dolphins having to travel. Had you beat the Buffalo Bills, you wouldn't have had to travel. You didn't. That's on you. Everything else you said, right on point. Completely agree with you. But I'm not going to sit up there and and, and, and and throw any favor in the, direction, in the direction of the Miami Dolphins. Buffalo should have played the game on Saturday night because they're at home. Miami plays Sunday, but they don't want Pittsburgh on the Peacock game. So right. that's why they did it. But Steve's fair. They had a chance. Yeah. All right, number four. This one really bothered me. Okay. Number one, I wasn't allowed to go, and I was raring to go as I love the college football. So I get home at quarter to eight. I had to go to the city that day to work. I get home at quarter to eight. The <laughs> yes. trains are a mess. That 617 that I like to talk about, it was a mess. Weather, I got home, kickoff. I had my little ZD. I got my 21-year-old there. Colin I know where you're great going. I fans. do, too. And I got my little pajamas <laughs> on and my blanket over me. A 745 kick. They didn't start at 10 o'clock, which I thought they might. 745 kick. And then in the second half, when I'm losing my bet because I had Washington, and in the second half, I got to sit there on the screen and have Herbie and Fowler show this guy up. Let him know. And, and freaking Jeter. Wait, this is a Jeter. disgrace. A disgrace. That's the football game for crying out loud. And then he's porting everybody like he's big. He's got Jordan at rat attention. Jeter with the shirt. Oh, this, you're supposed to be a sports fan. Sports fans don't watch the games in suites. Yeah. And sports fans don't watch the game with Jeter and Jordan. That's right. When you, and then make sure you get on camera because the suites at the 50 yard line, not in the upper deck. That is an, <laughs> uh, that was really bad, Steve. That was a, ju- first off, what you didn't take to the game, which is a disgrace. What did I do? That is bad. Bad. What did I do? What do you mean, what did you I- do? You shouldn't be sitting there with Jordan and Jeter. Watch the game with a sports fan. Yeah. Well, excuse me, excuse me. I was at, uh, I was in a suite, but it was the ESPN suite initially, and then I got summoned up to Jordan's suite. So I, I went up well, there you know, to you see know to see my man Jordan and El Capitan, El Capitan, yeah. Derek Jordan, Jordan you understand? did Michigan's uniforms, right? So that's yes, he did. Man. The Jordan then, school is there. And then Derek Jeter. How about watching the game at a dive bar in Hollis where you can watch it with, with, with sports? Hey, doggy, don't be jealous. Don't be jealous. And by the way, and by the way, don't take it out on me because you lost the bet. That's really what this is all about. I told you not to pick Washington, and you did anyway. That's on you. I I will say this. I took Washington, too, and I I took a bath. It wasn't good for me either. But I will say my question to you, Stephen A., is this. Before you walk down those four steps of that suite, did you call up Herbie and the boys and say, Pan over to me, boys. Look what I got. I swear, I, I swear, I swear. Hold on. I swear I didn't. And see, this is what America has to learn. When you that dude, when you that dude, you don't have to find the camera. Hey, he shot it. Finds he was like this right here. I saw the phone as, as, as he was walking hey, down, and he and MJ, Jordan, he and MJ, he Jordan hit that thing. Jeter are in there. Are you kidding me? The Hold on, now, when you're Jeter. a sports Legend. fan for this Jeter. kind of game, you want the game of sports fans. Hey, listen, There's listen. Michigan was running away with it. Michigan was already up 27-13, man. I'm with, 
I'm with Stephen A. on this one. Oh, uh, no, yeah. Uh, come yes. on, Molly. That's Thank not you right. Sports fans. Oh. That's not right. Hey, 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 Doug. Oh, he was in his in, glory. In, look at Stephen. Right. Look at his glory. I had a blast. I had a blast. Look at him. I had a blast. Derek Jeter. You know what and this is right here? The great one. The GOAT. You know what this is right here? This is, this is next year's Christmas card for Stephen A. right yeah. here. Oh, you got That's that, what that is. Next year's Christmas card, baby. We know we'll see it again. He's hey, between hey, Jordan hey, and Jeter company, at a championship game. There's worse company than Ben. Wait a minute, Dougie. Dougie, you said a championship game. Who better to be with? Than That's champions. True. That's true. MJ and Jerry, Derek Jeter. How can it get any better than that? That's true. And you, a fellow Tar Heel. You watch big games oh, by him yourself. Let him live. <laughs> let him live. Nah. Let him live. Nah. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Sports Take 600, please. Stephen A. Smith and Molly Karam talk sports and more on this ESPN show. <laughs> That's called first take. Hey. That's pretty good. That's pretty cool. That's pretty good. Yeah. I'm amazed they didn't know what the answer was. And they were stunned. They had no clue, those three. Yeah. Well, I was kinda of, I was kinda of surprised myself. Kinda of surprised myself. Oh, it was shocking. Yeah. You put Molly, <laughs> Stephen A and Mad Dog on there, they would have got it in two seconds. you you know what? We did need that. I'm kidding. I'm, no, it's of course good. he's kidding. Of course he's kidding. He has a kid. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that was very cool, though. Very cool. Uh, before we go, let's get into a quick take. Stephen A. Monster money for Eric Spolster, who got the bag an eight-year contract worth more than 120 million. It's the most committed money in North American coaching history. His former player LeBron tweeting, "Worth every single cent of that contract." Congrats, Spo. Stephen A. Do you think he's worth the money? Every time. LeBron James is 1,000% correct. Eric Spolster is arguably the greatest coach in basketball. The man is a brilliant, brilliant basketball mind. He works tirelessly. He's ultra committed. He never, ever cheats the organization. He doesn't cheat the game. He certainly doesn't treat, doesn't cheat his boss, Pat Riley. Uh, he's a two-time champion as a coach. He went to four NBA finals. Uh, sorry, five, actually, because he went there last year. The man is a phenomenal, phenomenal coach. I got a lot of love and respect for Eric Spolstra. He deserves every single penny, and he'll work every day like he's broke, like he never earned that penny. That's how I, he is. I agree with everything Stevie said. Uh, that he Let's let him win another one without LeBron, which is most important. He won the two with LeBron, lost two. Let him win another one. Let yeah, but they had a terrible summer. They didn't get anybody. Well, that's still, and they're still formidable. Owner. And they're you still know? formidable. Yeah. And he develops talent, too. Absolutely. Man's gifted. All right, guess what? We're not done. You can see more of us on YouTube, by the way, everybody. Bye. 
Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.